Welcome to Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People with your host, Tracy J. Hines, that's me, and my co-host, Leslie Lee. Hey, Leslie. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Terry. How's everybody? Good. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Tracy. And Terry Saleh. Hey, Terry. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am good. Long week, though. Very long week. I'm looking forward to the upcoming holiday where I get to spend two days off doing nothing but enjoying my free time, which is nice. Don't have a lot of free time, so it's good. It's good. Girl, you and need to get yourself into higher education because I'm off all next week. I know, right? I should get a job at a school somewhere where they will just give me all this time off. Well, I earned some of it, and then some of it's the regular Thanksgiving leave. Yeah. So you yeah. are officially off right now, Leslie? Yes. Good for you. And when do you when so, do you go back? Monday the twenty seventh. I'm a little jealous, Terry. What about you? Oh, I'm definitely jealous. Yeah. And I'll be jealous. off in December for two and a half. All right, years. pipe down. Pipe down over there, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so since you have all this off time, any big plans for Thanksgiving? What are you doing? No, I'm gonna probably ride up to New York to Spend some time with my mother. Not probably. Oh, I will. Nice. Uh huh. And um, that's about it. So um, you know, when I when I read and I do read what's going on in social media all the time, there's a lot of controversy going on about Thanksgiving and what it represents, and and who should be boycotting and who shouldn't be boycotting, and why we as a people shouldn't be celebrating Thanksgiving because it doesn't represent what it what, you know, America says it represents. Um, I'm interested to know how you ladies view Thanksgiving, and do you see it on a negative scale, or do you see it as more personal and just a way of your family coming together to show what you're thankful for and just show love? Well, you know me. I'm the ultimate Black Panther. So Uh if there's a reason to relate it to my blackness, I struggle with why we celebrate Thanksgiving. We've been stripped of everything that was ever ours, anything that we owned and we adopted holidays that, you know, or we were given holidays that the masses chose to celebrate. And it would be nice if we knew more of our heritage to get closer to what what our ancestors celebrated. But then in the other vein, I look at it, you know, we've been doing this historically for years, and why not have a reason to come together with family and friends and have a good time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Terry? I'm not sure that Terry is still with us, but um, for me, um, growing up, Thanksgiving was always um, just a time to celebrate family. You know, I don't remember, and you know how my mom was, Leslie. She was kind of militant as well. You know, she was all about black power. And um, there was never a discussion in our house about Thanksgiving on any level other than this is a time that the family comes together, we spend time together, we show love, and we make really good food, we eat really well, and we just have a good time. So Thanksgiving was it was like a mini reunion, so to speak, and that was what our festival and that's what our holiday was about. It was never anything other than that um, for us during Thanksgiving, and and that's kind of what I feel today. You know, I don't relate Thanksgiving to any of what anybody else does, other than a time for me and my family to come together and give thanks and show love. Terry, are you back? I'm back. Sorry. Yeah, um, I would agree with you. I don't really know a lot about the history of Thanksgiving, so I can't tell you its origins and all of the historical stuff. I use it as a holiday just to spend time with family and to appreciate everybody that's in my life. Yeah, that that that's that's it. You know, I re- I read something tonight that it's it's not even about um you know the Indians and the Americans coming together and being peaceful. I read something this evening that said it was more about celebrating a harvest. So I don't know. Again, just as you, Terry, I'm not as well versed into it. I just know that I'm just thankful every year that I have another moment 
to spend um, with my family. Is there anything this year that either of you are more thankful for than you were years past? No, I I can tell you, and, and I don't know for anybody who knows me out there, like the holidays for me is, I'll be honest, it's just bought humbug. I just, it's another day for me. I welcome the opportunity to always spend time with family and friends. So if there's a gathering, I'll go. But as far as the preparation and getting excited about the holidays, I lost that years ago. I'm I'm just not there. That's not me anymore. Uh, and this is what, all made, you, what made you lose of, that? Since the passing of my father. Okay. When he passed, that was it. Like for me, this time of the year, if my father was still alive, I'd be cooking and prepping and getting everything ready because they would be coming down. He likes my sweet potato pies. I'd be making pies like crazy because he's got to take two or three back with him. And all of that's done for me. I just, mm-mm. And then now that we're so spaced out and and we have family up in the north, down in the south, out west, and, you know, it's very difficult for everybody to get together at the same time, I'm okay. I just, you know, I just don't feel the excitement or the celebratory nature of holidays anymore. Am I? Do you think your husband feels cheated in any way? Nah. We we nah. go with we we go with it. We, like one year we went to Ruth Chris for Thanksgiving. So it was like we're on the same team. What do you want to do this year? Okay, I got you. We'll do that. That's nice. That's good. What about you, Terry? Oh, I, I think I'm a little um, more festive than Leslie as the years go by, as I get older and recognize how important family is, I am excited for the holidays. Um, I usually cook for Thanksgiving, and um, we have lots of family over, usually, you know, 20, 30 people for Thanksgiving. So I enjoy just getting together with family. Christmas is a little more subdued because everybody is kind of spending time with their own families or with in-laws. But there's lots of parties going on, lots of opportunities to hang out with friends that I haven't seen. So, yeah, for me, and then New Year's Eve, for me, we're always finding stuff to do, going out, hanging out with friends, whether it's, you know, cocktails or just something to eat. Um, We love the holiday. So is there anything this year that you're more thankful of than you were last year or years past? I wouldn't say anything more thankful. I just, like I said, as I'm getting older and as my parents are getting older, just appreciating them more and appreciating spending time with them more, especially now that my parents have relocated out of town. I don't see them as much. They just left recently this summer. But um, just knowing that they're not as easy to get to as before, the time that I do spend with them, I definitely appreciate that more. Right, right. I don't know. This year, I I feel I'm just more thankful that I can spend time with my dad. You know, my dad is um, 80. He's 80 years old, and he'll be 81 in January. So um, just being able to sit down at the table with him and, you know, be silly and, and just enjoy his sister, my aunt, and my brothers, because we do a, we still do a huge um, Thanksgiving. I drive up to Palm Bay, and um, there's my brother and his wife and their two kids, my sister and her two kids, my aunt and her son, my dad and me and my kids, and my other sister. So there's a lot of us that we just come, and everybody pitches in and cooks, and we always go around the table, and everybody has um, the opportunity to give thanks or say what they're thankful for. And most of the times, you know, everybody's thankful for life, but I'm just thankful for for my dad. You know, I lost my mom many years ago, and it's still, you know, very present, the feeling around Thanksgiving that she's not here because that was a big holiday for her. She was a sweet potato pie baker, an apple pie baker, and she loved to cook. So, you know, sometimes I'm a little torn between being happy and thankful and and sad. But um, the celebration is there. I I still remain a little festive, so I'm kind of thankful for that. Yeah. Not easy, though. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to try and put up the Christmas tree a little earlier so I can enjoy it. Sometimes I'll wait until, like, two days before Christmas. But, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, celebrate 
and get in a festive mood and stay there. I, I didn't do a Christmas tree last year. First yeah, year, I didn't I put did. one up. There was there were a couple of years where I never I didn't put one up, but for the last five years I would say I've been putting up a tree. I haven't. Yeah, I think I'm lately. Um, I've this Christmas I was kind of um thrown off because I had planned to host Christmas and um, I got thrown a monkey wrench and I don't even know if I want to go into it, but um, I won't be hosting Christmas this year and um, I'm not pulling out all that crap. Point blank, period. (laughs) I definitely do a wreath on my door. I have an imitation wreath in my closet that's very festive. Very, very festive. So that will be coming out probably the day after Thanksgiving. A tree, I like live trees, so I don't know if, you know, I'm going to go out and buy a tree. But I kind of think I will this year. Maybe a very small one that I can sit on my bar countertop and let it blink at night. But I don't know. Christmas is not as exciting to me as Thanksgiving. I much prefer Thanksgiving than I do Christmas. And why is that? I feel like Thanksgiving is more about love mm-hmm. and being with my family. Christmas feels like more of a commercial thing and what am I going to get and what are mm-hmm. you getting me and where's my present and do I did I buy enough presents? How much money am I spending? And I stopped. I don't do it anymore. I just mm-hmm. don't do it. I am not going out on Black Friday and buying anything. Whatever I didn't get you during the year, you won't have. I'm just not doing it. I don't want to fall into that. You know, Christmas to me is is more for family. It's more for time to come together and, again, share good meal, good conversation, and a good festive time. It's not about the gift, so. And right. Christmas just seems commercial. Yeah, I'm crazy. Joking. We were joking today because Joey came out. He's like, babe, I, um, I saw this watch I want to get for Christmas. I'm like, come on now. You know we don't do that. Because we've already <laughs> decided, like, not that we don't exchange gifts. Like, we're buying stuff all year round. So when it comes to Christmas, you didn't got what you wanted. So basically, if you want to buy a watch, go buy a watch. But we're not going to tie it to, I'm getting a watch for Christmas. Exactly. That's what I don't like. I give all throughout the year. So I don't know why, you know, what's the big deal? One, you have to give one day. I don't know. What about you, Terry? How do you guys do it? Well, for me, Christmas has always been about, for me, just finding good deals regardless of what time of the year it is. My problem with Christmas is I would tend to go and and try and find a gift for somebody else and then end up buying something for myself instead because I was just finding a good deal. So I ended up buying more stuff for myself than I was buying for everybody else anyway. So we kind of stopped a long time ago, um, you know, trying to buy gifts for the Christmas holiday. For me, I would just be in the mall during Christmas time because that would be a good time to get some good deals. Because we all know that you are what, Terry? A shopaholic. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. (laughs) Yeah, a good deal is nice. I like to buy stuff. I'm not a shopaholic. But the way we were raised, Mm-hmm. For Christmas, my parents raised us that, you know, you were you were not to expect a bunch of gifts. You might have gotten one gift or two gifts, but it was never anything about, oh, you, you should expect just this barrage of gifts for Christmas. It was always about celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ and not, oh, what are you, like you said, what are you going to get me? We didn't come up very religious, you know, so we didn't do the birth of Jesus Christ until after I had children and and came to church and and started learning all about that. So that's what it was like for for my kids growing up. It was the birth of Jesus. So we had a lot of celebrations around the birth and and church and and all of that, which was wonderful. That, That was wonderful. But the whole commercial aspect, I just don't like it. And coming up, my mom was a single mom. You know, my dad was the one who did all the gift giving, I guess, because we didn't live with him. So throughout the year, he wasn't giving as much as my mother did. So he's the one that came with the gifts. My mother, she would get you slippers and underwear, things that you needed. And you might get one or two toys, you know. But we were thankful. Yeah, and we tried a couple of years to also do Kwanzaa, but 
again, it felt like with Kwanzaa, it just felt like, okay, you would, I was going through the motions and it wasn't really something that I was feeling in terms of feeling the love or the reason for doing it. So it, it just never stuck with us. I don't know if there are other people that um, celebrate Kwanzaa, but we did try. It just never stuck with us. When I was married, we celebrated Kwanzaa. You know, my husband was, you know, militant, kind of like that. So mm-hmm. when I was married, we celebrated Kwanzaa. We would make some stuff and doing all the rituals and lighting the candles and all of that stuff. But it, like you say, Terry, it didn't stick. I guess it's because it's not something we came up with from the beginning of time. It felt like or, you were just you know, to it just on. wasn't a good enough reason to do it. Maybe if they did it during another part of the year, but... When you're celebrating Christmas, I mean, especially if you are a Christian, there's a real uh-huh. reason to be, right. uh, you know, in a celebratory mood because you're celebrating Jesus Christ. I just, I didn't know what I was necessarily celebrating during Kwanzaa other than black unity, but you don't need right. to be doing that around Christmas time. Well, you know, each of the days they had different representations of Kwanzaa. You right. Know, peace, right. unity, and all that stuff. So right. I guess right. it would be better outside of Christmas. I guess you're right. It would be better. Outside. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it competes. It just competes with, you know, Christmas is a big, huge holiday. You have even some Jewish people. I've had Jewish people tell me that they put up a Christmas tree. You know, yeah, me too. I have my my so, girlfriend is Jewish, and she puts up a right. tree, and she does a candle lighting ceremony for her Jewish. Right. Uh, so holiday it, as well. It's um it's hard to compete with Christmas. Yeah. So what else is going on in life? Getting ready for Thanksgiving is simple. What else is going on, ladies? Leslie, well, why don't you tell us yeah. about your? Why don't you? Do you care to tell us about the date you had? You said you were going to give oh, us an update. Yeah, I can. I can give you an update. I mean, you know, it's always interesting. It's never a dull moment. So I think my last date was not last Saturday. Last Saturday, I I met this guy, seemed nice enough. We had a couple of conversations. And then he said, well, when am I going to meet? I said, well, let's let's meet at this place near my house in the promenade. I said, we can meet there for a drink and, you know, just kind of see. So we met. I got there at 8.05 because my intention is to come in five minutes after you've been there and wow you as I waltz across the floor, okay? Didn't work out that way. My brother was late. So, and then he was directionally challenged because at 8.05 or 8.10, he's calling me asking me, where's the place? And I said, um, I text you the address. It's, where are you? And then he told me he's by some landmark. Of course, I don't know the landmark. So another 10 minutes goes by and he calls me again and he goes, I'm at the movie theater. I said, okay, if you are facing the movie theater, Walk to your, turn to your right and take about 15 steps and you should be at the place. So he comes walking in. I, you know, he looks kind of decent, looks nice, tall, dark, handsome looking guy. He comes over and he sits, I'm sitting at the bar and I had been there for, for a while. So I ordered a drink and um, I'm drinking my drink and he sits down. And um, the first thing he says is, hello, how come you didn't get a booth? I thought that was weird, you know. I just said, well, I didn't think about it. I just figured I'm at the bar, and we'd meet at the bar. So um, then I said, well, if you want a bar, a booth, you can go and give the lady our name. So he never got up. So we're sitting there, you know, trying to have a conversation. So I'm asking him how his day was, what did he do, and he was very short, one-answer kind of a guy, you know. So it got a little weird after a while because I can't have a conversation with somebody who is not conversing. You know, I ask him a question, he answers it. So it, was, it wasn't a, a, a fluid conversation. And um, then I said to him, which was weird, I said, do you like to travel? He said, yes. I said, where have you been? His response was, what do you mean? So at this point, I'm done. What do you mean, what do I mean? Where have you been? So I'm ready to go home now. So, of course, I start yawning, and he goes, are you tired? I said, yes, I'm exhausted. I, I got to go. So we leave. <laughs> we get up. Now, the brother doesn't even reach for his wallet or even act like he's going to buy me a drink. Nothing to that. He didn't order anything. I asked him during our conversation if he drank. He said he gave up drinking a long time ago. So, I, you know, I asked, 
is it, are you, do you drink too much? Was it alcoholic? People don't just stop drinking, you know. He says, well, I drink wine. I said, oh, so you do drink. So that means he chose not to have a drink. It was just very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. It felt like I was interviewing him instead of having a conversation. So that's when I shut down and started yawning. So we leave, and he asked me, where did I park? And I said, oh, one block that way. So we start walking towards my car, and I said, oh, so he's going to walk me to my car. That's nice. I think we took 15 steps, Terry, and he was like, wait a minute. Where's the movie theater? I was like, back there, and I just left. That was the end of that. That was the end of that. It was like being oh on a date God. with Droop along. It was horrible, absolutely horrible. And how did you meet this guy? I met this guy online, and um, we had a, a few conversations, and they seemed okay. They seemed okay. He didn't seem crazy. And maybe when he saw me in person, he decided that I wasn't his type and he was done. I don't know. But he didn't seem like Drupalong when I talked to him on the phone. He seemed okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I did mention, because I think I was at my father's house the weekend before, we text, you know, and he was texting me something. And every day he would say the same thing, good morning. And But it was weird. I just, I just, it annoyed me. And my father's like, I don't know why you women are so crazy. So what he says, good morning. That's nice. I was like, okay, dad, all right. Anyway, there were no signals that he was droop along. So that was the end of that. That was, that was not a match. No, it wasn't a match. It wasn't a match. match. What'd you say, Terry? No, that was what it did. It didn't sound like a match. No, no match. It sounds crazy to me. I thought did I was like in the twilight like zone. The picture? Did he look like his picture? Because all the time I hear people say they don't look at like their picture at all. He looked older than his picture. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't so far-fetched, but he looked older and thinner than his picture. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't, but anyway, he wasn't too far off. He sounded, he was a dud, so we just move on and... Yeah, he was a dud. He was a dud. So, yes, we move on and hope for um, better luck. That's all. Have you met anyone else? I did meet someone else. I meet a lot of people. You know, and a lot of the meeting has everything to do with um, what we do here. So I have content, too. has a lot to do with that. But it also has a lot to do with just meeting people and finding a fit somewhere and seeing if there's there's chemistry, if there's a possibility of, you know, some longevity. So I met someone else. Um, I think we're going to meet up Friday because we're both busy during the week, and we'll see. We'll have a few conversations during this week, and we'll see what's up. And I will let you ladies know how that goes. Hopefully um, it won't be Drupal long. Well, you know, we can't wait to hear because we live vicariously through you, the single woman. (laughs) And no, I don't, because I don't want to go through that mess. I ain't <laughs> lie. That would be a lie. I don't. That would drive you nuts, right, that. Leslie? Yeah, because somebody would get cursed out a long time ago. So, Tracy, what's you the just, ratio yeah. for men to women in Florida? Because, you know, I heard somewhere just yesterday, Atlanta's like 22 to 1, 22 men to every one woman. Um, or rather, the other way around, I'm sorry, 22 women. I was going to say, where is that? I need to move. (laughs) (laughs) And I would imagine in D.C. it's probably eight women to every one man. It's always out of whack. Do you know what is it like in Florida? I don't. I don't know the ratio, and I kind of don't want to know because I think it will So do you feel like it's out of whack? Because you always seem to meet guys. I feel like it probably is out of whack. You know, it depends on what you want in your pool. How's that? You know, what I'm looking for, I feel like it's out of whack. The kind of guys that I'm looking for, I feel like they have a choice of maybe 800 women. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm exaggerating a tad bit, but I don't know. And I don't really want to know yet because, I, like I said, I think I'll be a little discouraged knowing what the odds yeah, are. But but. I, I, I always know women, even if it was 50 to 1. I always know women that just always manage to meet men. They don't have a problem meeting men. So maybe you just fall into that category. Yeah, I meet people. I definitely do meet people. It's not that I don't meet people, but when you meet someone and then you dwindle down, you get to know what they're about and 
what they want out of life and their morals and principles, they don't seem to line up. So mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a shortage of people per se. I think there's just a shortage of people that I'm looking for. Right, that match, somebody that matches with you. Yeah, yeah. I think there are people out there. And there's a lot of nice guys out there. There's a lot of nice mm-hmm. guys. I was at the car wash a couple of weeks ago, and I ran into a brother that owns, and he's an entrepreneur. He owns his own um, barbershop in Deerfield Beach, which is a nice little town here. And we had a great conversation. There was no love interest. It was just people talking. So you do meet people if you if you choose to be open. You know, I guess I have that open look, like I'm not going to growl at you. So people do talk I'd say to at this stage in the game, instead of waiting for somebody to go through that whole soliloquy of trying to get to know you and doing the proper thing and asking them for a date, you ask them for a date. You plan a date. You ask somebody out. You see somebody you're interested in, you ask them. See how that, how yeah, that I, I don't have any problems with that, although I probably won't do it <laughs> because you I want to be courted. Huh? I mean, get get over that thing. I mean, what's the harm in asking someone out for a date? You never know. I don't think there's any harm. How do you do that? How how would you do that? I'm just curious, Leslie. I don't know. How would you do that? I think, I don't know. If I'm having a conversation with someone at the car wash and I perceive it as being a good conversation and we're talking and, I mean, how I don't know how much time we spend invested in the conversation, but um, if it feels that good or if I feel like I can, I, I have comfort enough to say, you know, would you mind going out on a date with me? Help, you know, See, are I you can't married? Doing you find that. out sure? <laughs> I would do it. I, I would that could work for some women, but that's not for me. To me, that's on the same lines as proposing to a man. I'm not doing that. I'm so just not, for me, if me. I had to do it, I would use my business card because all of us have, you know, businesses, business cards. So I would probably just, you know, say, hey, you know, if you um, I mean, at this stage are ever game, in the market for XYZ, you know, here's my card. Feel free to give me a call, you know. At and this that would stage probably be well, that's what he did to me. That's what he did to me. He gave me his card. He was right. like, listen, I got to run. Why not try something different at this stage of the game? Why well, I mean, that, that would be different for me. to happen. I, I just wouldn't be as forward as saying, as calling it a date. I would probably give my card, say, hey, feel free to give me a call anytime if you just want to talk, talk you know, whatever, something I would make up. I just wouldn't officially call it a date, you know. If you wanna, but why do we still yeah, put the responsibility on a man? If a date is I, what I'm I want. Why on a man. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I, I don't think men would even call it a date all the time either because once you call it a date sometimes people feel a lot of pressure well, like, when it's actually would you date. like to go out or whatever i'm just saying exactly exactly different. that 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 sounds better different. yeah yeah as opposed to waiting for the man to do that traditional would you like to go out on a date those things maybe that's not happening now so try something different and see if you get a different result right right that's the only thing i'm suggesting yeah, and I think of uh, the younger women, I think they're doing that. I think, um, you know, they're not waiting around. They're, you know, and then, very I mean, give him, once you know that there's some chemistry there, if that's what you choose to do, then give him the opportunity to court you. Maybe things yeah. have just changed yeah. so much. I don't know. I, I yeah, would I think so. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm just selling a lot of wolf tickets because I'm not dating. But it just sounds like everything is just so upside down, topsy-turvy. It's never going back to the way it used to be, so be different. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any for, problem I'm with women being, being forward. Um, I think it's just the way it's done. And like you said, Leslie, at some point, though, he has to court the woman. He yeah, has to be of course. take the lead in that to show interest because if he's not doing that, then you could just be leading yourself or setting yourself up for something or a letdown later. Because men, if they want you, they will pursue you. And you, you need like, to know that. I was talking to one of my young friends today, and she was on this uh, site, and I threw away the piece of paper. Let me see if I could find it in the garbage. But she called, I think it was black swipe or something. 
I forgot what the name of the site was. And she met someone that sounded like the perfect match. They even graduated from the same Soul Swipe. That's the name of the site that she was on. What's and it called? Soul Swipe? Soul. S-O-U-L, I guess. Swipe. Mm-hmm. And she sounds, it sounds like they, they sound like the perfect match. But then he started to say stuff to her, and I'm like, don't buy that bullshit. Uh, I like a woman that's independent. And it doesn't need me for anything. I want to have, listen, that's not what you're about. So don't even fall into that. So clear it up right now in the beginning. Oh, I need to be needed. I need to be courted. Like, clear that up right in the beginning because he's telling you what he wants from a woman, and then if you don't align with that, it's going to show up later on. So clear it up. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you like. Because I think to me that's like a smokescreen for somebody to say, that's a smokescreen when they put all of those Things on you, those 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 wants on you. Like I want a woman that wants this. Wants you don't want commitment. Stop pushing me away. You just got to know me. I think yeah, I want to setting you up, basically setting you up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you independent. He yeah, could just be setting you up. Oh, you're I so independent that I never need to pay for your drinks, or I need to never exactly. need to pay for your food, or never need to pay for a date. That's the kind of independent woman that I'm looking for. And I'm not saying that. <laughs> Every time we go out on a date that I expect a man to pay, um, I definitely expect that if he asks me on a date, on the first date, that he does do the paying, but that doesn't mean if we go out on a second or a third date that I'm always expecting him to be the only one to pull his wallet out. Yeah, I think, like you said, Terry, it sounded like a setup to me, and I told her, don't buy that. You tell him right away what you expect. He's telling you what he expects, you tell him what you expect so that if there's any indifference, we can either work this out or we know that we're not we're not a match. But don't All right, I'm a little lost here for a moment, want. ladies. I need some clarity. I'm a little lost. So when a guy says he likes an independent woman, that equates to I'm not paying for nothing for you? No, what I'm saying what is it could be a setup because he may be thinking, when men think about an independent woman, he thinks, oh, she's making her own money, she doesn't need anything from me, and she doesn't need anything financially from me. He could be thinking that as his definition of an independent woman. I don't want you to set me up like that. I don't want you to say, oh, I'm looking for an independent woman. And what you're really saying is, um, as a dude, I'm not going to be pulling my wallet out at all when we go on dates because you're an independent woman. I the see. thing is okay. you don't know what he means by that. You'll never know what and he yeah. means. You like need, we and like said, Leslie said, past, get clarity. In the past, like we always said, his actions are going to speak louder than his words. So we don't know what that means. So don't even try to clear it up. But Right, and I guess the best thing those, to do is what what is your definition of an independent woman? I was going to say, can't we just ask, what do you mean by yeah. that? Right. You can ask that, but I'm saying what he's going to produce is the fruit of what he believes. It's like we said before, how he acts is what he believes. So he can say anything he wants to say. And then when he doesn't pull out his wallet, then you know, like, oh, oh, you that dude. But if he does something different, his actions speak to what he really means. Don't get him to, to articulate what he means. Get him to show and you what he means. Another thing is, if he said, if a guy that I first met, that if I've only been talking you, to you for, a, we probably had less than three hours of conversation. And before the hours is up, if those words are coming out of your mouth, it's a little too soon for me, for you to be right. telling me what you expect. I'm... The first three hours of the conversation really should be about what type of person you you are, you know. Um, like you said, right. first of all, are you married? Do you have any kids? You know, what type of career do you have? What do you do for a living? What do you like to do for fun? Right. Let's see if mm-hmm. that gels before you start talking to me about, oh, I need an independent woman. Because that is independent I need to be, right. Yes. That's I, don't, I don't know the history. I don't know how long they were they how they how long they've been seeing each other. I don't know right. the history on that. 
But I just didn't like the sound of what she was saying of all these things he said he's looking for in a woman. Don't even subscribe to it, especially if you're not that woman. Right. If you're not that woman, then you know clear, you know right off the break. Oh, we let me ask you this. I, as a woman, you guys. I, as a woman, would not even offer that up in, to a man. Like, I wouldn't say, and I'm expecting a strong man, a man that <laughs> and a man that could, if something goes down, he can protect me. I'm not going to say all that in, exactly. in the first meeting. No, yeah, I don't think you should either. I think that's a little too much. Like you said, Terry, right. first you need to figure out if I even like you as a person, okay? Can we figure that right. out first? Right. <laughs> and like I so said, wait, like, ladies, I need uh-huh. you both, okay, one at a time to define what is an independent woman. I don't know. It's, 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 don't um, know. It varies by person. That's, that's um, definition it's so individual to every person. That's why I would ask. So what do you every mean? woman has their own meaning of what an independent woman is. And if you every out woman there has their own, own paying your bills and taking care of yourself, you're an independent woman. Because I consider myself an independent woman. I do. I consider myself an independent woman, but I also want to be courted. I also want to be taken out. I want to be taken care of and not taken care of in a material sense. Um, I want all more of that. A, I'm not even going to, if I was dating, I'm not even going to put that out there in the ether. Yeah, I want you to take care no, of No, I wouldn't put it out there, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying this now. That's all. I just want to understand what you ladies mean by an independent woman. Okay. Yeah, I think hmm. it varies. It's just like if I were to ask both of you, what is your definition of a strong man? Exactly. Put that on the table sometimes, ladies. <laughs> Leslie, you make me laugh. You do. <laughs> I'm saying what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, like the I say, in that Amen. relationship, I don't know what the time frame is, but if you're willing uh-huh. to put all that on the table, then you're going to have to hear what I need to put on the table, what I'm requesting, what I'm looking right. for. Right. What's your definition Maybe you can't of a strong man? My definition of a strong man, muscles. <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. No. <laughs> I'm just messing around. But no, my definition of a strong man is more about the mental state, um, how he is as a person would be morals and principles, how he is about taking care of his financial business. Is he always running around, look borrowed from Peter to pay Paul, and, you know, just can't get it together? And um, being able to kind of balance me, if that makes sense. And I don't mean control, I mean balance. You know, I have a tendency sometimes to just overthink things or be too much. And somebody who can just say, you know what, Trace, easy. Don't be so critical of yourself or don't do the, you know, something like that. That's my definition of a straw man. You said a lot. You were talking for like 3,600 seconds. <laughs> too much, Terry, too much? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is everybody has a different definition. That's some of my definition of a strong man, but I have other things I would call a strong man. Like? I don't want no punk bitch. <laughs> I need to know if I'm fighting, I'm fighting first. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it exactly the way Leslie put it. But I, I wouldn't word it like that either, say, but I feel the same way. I was definitely going to say, even though you were kidding about muscles, I need a man that has some kind of stature to him. Like, so if somebody does want to roll up, they need to think twice before rolling up because I exactly. got a strong man next to me. I need a man exactly. that's strong mentally. I need a man that when he says something, he does what he says. He backs up his actions with his words. So I can count on it, his, that his word is bond. So that, to me, is a strong man. Nope. Yes, definitely. I didn't, I didn't add those in, but, yes, I can, I can take those on too. A couple of weeks ago, my husband and I, we were driving. We were coming back into town. And he's sitting, my husband's sitting at the intersection waiting to make a left. And we were in a town, I, I don't know if you want to consider it um, 
I'm sure it's a mixture of people that live in this town, but this white guy came by in his pickup truck, and we're sitting at the intersection. He didn't move. He didn't try to cut anybody off. We're just sitting here waiting to make a left. And the guy's, like, waving his fist in the air, and he's making some kind of gesture. And I said, man, what's that all about? And he said, oh, he must like my car because it couldn't be anything else. And, you know, we'd be sitting back on the wish factor, like, I wish. We're, we're like Cedric the Entertainer, like, I wish he would get out that car. <laughs> what? Oh, my I, God. I, I, I can see the two of you together. When scenarios come up, that I don't have to be the one doing all the fighting. Now, I will fight yeah. with you, but I'm not going to fight for you. And see, well, I'm not me, a fighter. I much me. prefer to walk away. Will, I'm not a fighter. I will start the fight, and I will tell Rod to finish. That's that's. Yeah, it. Like, <laughs> we know about the water throwing incident, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about that, Terry. <laughs> we know you. But he needs to be strong enough to finish the fight. Exactly. <laughs> but in this day and age, I'm not saying that I'm I'm I'm, I'm a fighter. I probably sell more wolf tickets than anything. But if something serious like that is to go down, I don't need to know that my man is scared. Right. I don't I, I don't want to know that. Like, oh man, what 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 if these people start acting a certain way? I want when when my man gets out the car, I want somebody else to get back in their car and be like, I'm not messing with him. I'm not messing with I'm him. I'm all right if we yeah. both run. <laughs> Okay. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they run. Right, right, I'm right with that. He, he can't nope. be scared to even approach a woman. I mean, there are some men that are just intimidated by And what if he runs faster than intimidated you, Jake? He's by you. Right. Or intimidated by independent women, you know, women that they perceive are strong women. Leslie, I'm ignoring I your question. Him. Huh? Why? Because I'm not answering. <laughs> if he runs faster, you you think we can run together? But if he runs faster than you, he can leave your behind. <laughs> uh, uh-uh, don't leave me. Yeah, don't I'm ignoring your. <laughs> no, but not he acceptable. Also needs to be strong enough to step up to a woman, even if he thinks that she might be out of his league. He should have the the balls and the um the strength to step up anyway. Okay. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't be tapping uh, me on my shoulder talking about, excuse me, excuse me, miss. <laughs> no. <laughs> Terry, so a, a tap on the shoulder is not going to get your attention? No. Mm-mm. Don't, you don't, don't talk about, about get off of me? me? Excuse me. You're like, what is this? What is going on? <laughs> Tell me what you want. What you want? Uh-uh. He better be strong enough to step right, and we know what a strong brother will do. Like MC Light okay. said, I need a rough neck. <laughs> I don't know about a rough neck. I don't know if I need no, a I rough need neck. Okay. No, I need a rough neck. And I need a rough neck that's soft enough to know how to handle me. Yeah. All right. And doesn't consider hmm. himself a punk because he has to be soft. No PABs, as Leslie said. PABs. <laughs> nope. Oh, oh my God! Especially too much. Wolf tickets, as many wolf tickets as I sell, and you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do anything. You're not gonna back me up. Come on. Not gonna work. Well, maybe he needs to teach you a lesson. Stop selling them damn tickets, girl. Okay. Anybody got time for all of that nonsense? Mm-mm. Well, like you said, Tracy, somebody that even when we get out of line, because we are strong, we have um, strong personalities, he's right. strong enough to, you know, tell us, okay, like you said, take that down a little, you get right. a little Bring out of hand, go, right. go have a seat, have a seat. I need that. Sale for regular. My tickets don't go on sale on a regular basis. Are and you when sure? It's necessary when it's. Are you sure it's not on a regular basis? Oh, I'm positive. Look, I positive. think we need to follow Leslie around for 72 hours and see if right. that's true. And let's see how many tickets she's selling. Okay. It's very rare that I get into any incidents, but when I do, I need to know <laughs> that, that that somebody's shaking in their boot and it's not my man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I deal with you. <laughs> You're too funny. <laughs> Somebody needs to shake it in his boots, and my man cannot be the one. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we'll see what my next date is like. I'll let you know if he appears to be a PAB, okay? <laughs> well, yes. Well, I know you're going to kick him to the curb quickly because we already have told you the definition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm exhausted. I'm telling you. It's it's exhausting. In a minute, I'm just going to give all of this up and just, you know. No, you said you were going to maybe, you know, date, you know, outside of your race. You know, you've got yeah. other options now. I have a hard time with that. I do. I do. Tell I it thought to maybe Serena Williams. Some... Say it again? I said, tell it to Serena Williams. Did you see that wedding? Oh, girlfriend, God. She hit it big. She hit it yes, big. And I yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She's having a hard time with anything. <laughs> no, but I'm, my name is not Serena Williams either. My name is Tracy Hines, so I don't know how that's going to go down. And I, me personally, I just feel like, I don't know, I, I have a hard time with it. I, I can't even verbalize what well, it is. Well, what do you think? Is it because of the just the cultural difference, or are you thinking more about what externally other people are going to be saying? What do you think is the real No, reason? I don't care about what other people are going to be saying. That's not my issue. There's a, there's a number of things. And I, I don't know how to say it without um, being crass, so I'm probably just going to leave it alone. But there's a number of things <laughs> that concern me. For one, let me just say one thing. Pink is not my favorite color. That's number one, okay? Number two is, actually, it's my least favorite color. I don't own anything that's pink, okay? Number two is the cultural differences. You know, um, in the bathroom, getting dressed in the morning together, you know, I'm putting grease in my hair. They're not going to understand that, and I don't want any side remarks or any of that stuff. Things like that run through my head, you know, and any other kind of references. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. I have no idea, but I have a hard time. So you've experienced that, and you've experienced the fact that he didn't appreciate the fact that you were putting coconut oil on your body or cocoa butter or something, or you just think that's what's going to happen? I've had that asked to me, and it bothers me, not necessarily okay. by someone that I'm dating. But don't ask me why I put grease on my body, because I'm ashy, mm-hmm. that's why, okay? You, but maybe they're asking for an, uh, for clarity, because we don't know what's different about each other, because we don't share those spaces. So we you being a little, little sensitive? Because I don't know what, what people of other um, ethnicities do. I hear I do. Yeah, I don't know I if that, that would bother me because I'm women. thinking. I'm sorry, Leslie. Go ahead. No, I was saying I hear that white women wash their hair every day. I don't know that for sure. And I don't know if I would let that make me feel insecure because we're both, like she said, learning each other and one of the reasons I'm thinking he's dating me is because he's intrigued by the differences. Yeah, see, so, I don't want somebody that's intrigued dating me. I want you to like me. And well, if, you I don't want somebody being intrigued with you. Yes, Not because I'm black. I don't want you to be intrigued because I'm black. No, I'm talking about he, he, this person likes, he likes different. He, he He's tired of the same everyday vanilla, and he's like, I really want something different, so I like the way their yeah, their I don't smell like it. is different. Mm-hmm. So no. you don't, Black men don't that. even like our routine, so we just we're out all around. Yeah, I, I'm mm-mm. I'm not doing it. I thought I could, but I don't think it'll ever work. <laughs> okay, all right. I was trying <laughs> to be too many things going on that. in my head behind the scenes. And you know my biggest issue is really my biggest issue, so that's that's it. I'm gonna just gonna leave it like that. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, Tracy. Keep it one hundred. I did. I said it already. <laughs> yeah, I, I I could. I don't think I could. Spanish? Yeah, I could probably date a Spanish guy. That would probably be no issue. So what are they, mauve? Um, say it again. What are they, mauve? 
Mauve? Who? Spanish guys are mauve? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I this know. is a different Fashion. shade of pink. Aren't they? I think That's it's tan. I think it's tan. Say. I think it's tan. I think it's tan. I think it's brown, okay? It's not pink, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you ladies are nuts, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta ask. I don't know. Everybody interprets things differently. She says mom. <laughs> mom. I'm still a New Yorker. How do you say it, mom? mom. I know. Mom. Mom. What is it? We're all the New Yorkers. <laughs> you know the one thing that I didn't like? I had a conversation tonight with my soon-to-be uh, date. And he said I sound like a white girl. That kind of turns me off all the time. Well, what turns you off? I'm going to elaborate. What does that mean? Yeah, why are you turned off? Because what are you implying, you know? Because you ain't been in the go nowhere. (laughs) Thank you, Leslie. Is that what I need to be saying? I ain't be sitting to go nowhere? Well, again, why wouldn't that be a question back to him? Exactly. Why why, why do you think that? What, What makes you say that? Well, I did say that, and he said because of the way you speak. So that's a conversation we'll have. The way you speak. Oh, okay. That's a conversation we'll have face-to-face. Yeah, that would be an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I'll find out if he's a PAB at that point, right? <laughs> no, no, you might have to, I mean, you know, test some other stuff. You might have to sell some wolf tickets like Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even think it should be open for discussion. It's like I'm not going to change the way I talk, so by you bringing it up, is that an issue for you? Yeah, yeah I'm like, probably not Okay, well, it. I'm not. I'm not white, so now what? Now what? Right. Now what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway. This has been real, ladies. It really has. It really has been fun. It has been entertaining. But I think we're going to um, stop here and, uh, you know, say goodnight. Leslie and Terry, I hope you both have a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving. Um, give your mom a kiss from me, Les. Tell her I said hello. I will. Uh, Terry, you gonna you going to see your parents or no? No, my parents are going to stay in the South this year. Uh, We will have a smaller gathering in my house this year. Okay. Well, enjoy your gathering anyway. Happy Thanksgiving, ladies. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. Good night. This is Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people.